a person can definitely fit through that window. A small person, an attack child. I'm, you know, I'm champ. Well, I'm an adult, and I'm important because I work for a man with glasses. God just called me soy boy. Both in interior design. They're unemployed. I think it's possible to sue a person, uh, a, a grandparent, for example, uh, in a way which is like, like in an affectionate way. Kenny. What circumstances? Well, you did make her husband's brain explode. Fuck you, man. Oh. Oh. Wait, you guys have to eat the best stuff and shit. Are you fucking insane? Do you understand? No. No. My boy Squiggle cooked up this beat for me. I say L U C O G L to the. I'm the eldest son, but I am the eldest son of our father. Your principles? Frank, don't be an asshole. You don't have principles. Little Lord Fuckleroy. So, uh, I just wanted to get the gang together early in my tenure to say, uh, yo. I'm looking for pussy like a fucking techno Gatsby. It's my birthday! Fuck you! I'd castrate you and marry you in a heartbeat. Here's a toast. To me. I think you're being too emotional about this whole thing. Oh my fucking god, are you doing the emotional you. card on me? Fuck's sake! Fuck the patriarchy! Stop! 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 Security! I said I never killed anyone. seven because i've got cancer of the career oh man what's happening my life is ended because okay you're not a killer you have to be a killer any questions you may have in the coming days thank you very much That underneath me or beneath me is the succession theme. And welcome 
to the Dr. Zeus film podcast where no fucks are given. Oh, they're truly not given. It's been announced today that the fourth upcoming season is the final season. Have we been waiting for this? Because come on, all good things must come to an end. The writing, the direction, Jesse Armstrong's writing, Adam McKay's direction, the cast. This is a full-throated, oh my God. I'm waiting for The Last Supper because, you know, this is Shakespearean shit. This is Shakespearean. The show is part Rupert Murdoch, part what the fuck are they doing? As I've said many, many times here at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, Succession is taking the piss. It's taking the piss because it's funny. It's sardonic. That thing was composed by Nicholas Brittle. I want to give him credit. Five years ago, Succession premiered. I didn't watch it then. (laughs) I didn't watch Succession until probably a while ago. And I fell into it. I want to thank Candace for that. because I watched the first episode and I was like, these people are rich and they're fucking miserable. But then she was like, stick with it. I stuck with it. Oh my God. It's a parody. But then it's also about family. But then it's also like... And and to quote uh, Adrian Brody's character who says, I thought my family was fucked up, but this is next level. Yeah. So Succession is going to... Well... We got to we got to believe it to see it. It's coming to an end. It's coming to an end. Um, all right. So we got to go to the source. The Hollywood Reporter. Creator Jesse Armstrong confirmed that the upcoming installment will be its last. Succession, the Emmy winning HBO drama that helped redefine the premium cable network. Oh, fuck it did. Following the end of Game of Thrones is ending. Creator and showrunner Jesse Armstrong revealed that the upcoming fourth season will indeed be its final run on the Warner Brothers Discovery-packed premium cable network, telling The New Yorker that there's a promise in the title of Succession. I've never thought this could go on forever. The end has always been kind of present in my mind from season two. I've been trying to think. Is it the next one or the one after that? Or is it the one after that? I got together with a few of my fellow writers before we started writing for of season four in about November 2021 and sort of said, look, I think this maybe should be it. But what do you think? And we played out various scenarios. We could do a couple of short seasons or two more seasons or we could go on for ages and turn the show into something rather different or be more rangy, freewheeling, kind of fun show where there would be a good weeks and bad weeks or we could do something a bit more muscular and complete and go out sort of of go go out sort of strong and that was definitely always my preference reps for hbo declined to comment (laughs) oh they're scared outside of confirming the new yorker story is accurate season four of succession returns march 26 on hbo so yeah it's coming. It's coming. It's it's been a damn good show. 
That's why I played you that bevy of clips. I've said this before. I think that Jeremy Armstrong is just brilliant. Many people have have testified. I mean, Rosie. I remember Rosie O'Donnell posted something of the season three where Kendall is just breaking down, and she says, "This guy is the best actor on television," and he is. But then you can't count out Brian Cox. Brian Cox, who has been doing it since the 1960s. If you've ever seen Nicholas and Alexander, Alexandra, Brian Cox is in it. I mean, you know, you, you look at it. I, I listened to his book. I mean, it was it was fascinating. It was fascinating. But at the same time, they're going after Jeremy Armstrong because, as I said, Jeremy Armstrong is a method actor. Method acting. You know, De Niro does it and Brando did it. But then you look at someone like Peter or Henry Fonda. Henry Fonda didn't do it because Henry Fonda was of a different school of acting. Yet his daughter, Jane Fonda, was a method act. She studied at the actor's studio. So that was always a thing. You you know, and with Jeremy Armstrong, you can see, okay, he's getting the method from obviously Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis, who is I've I've always absolutely loved. And um, you want to talk about staying in character. Mentally, not everyone can stay in character. Alright? Not everyone can do it. But then you think of someone like uh Lawrence Olivier, who the you know because Hoffman was a a method actor, and they were doing Marathon Man, which is such a disturbing movie. Is it safe? That that famous. I all I have to say is say that, and people know what movie you're talking about. Is it safe? Because what is he doing? He is interrogating him, and how Hoffman didn't sleep and stayed up and looked raggedy and where Olivier said oh my dear boy have you ever thought of acting because it came naturally for him where with Hoffman it was like he's got to get into it into it into it um, so with Jeremy Armstrong I, I understand the method of the madness alright it is a damn good show that I mean the, the guest stars the guest stars. I mean, you know, I was watching True Blood the other day. And um, I uh, saw someone familiar and I thought, wait a minute. Because, you know, it's an, it's an HBO show. <laughs> it's an HBO show. And HBO, you know, they like, you know. And J.S. J. Smith Cameron was on True Blood. And I thought, wait a minute. That's Jerry from Succession. Or Kieran Culkin, you know, his brother is Macaulay Culkin. And how Kieran Culkin is now, you know, Macaulay doesn't really act anymore. And how Kieran, you know, is on this fabulous show. And then you got Sarah Snook as Shiv. Oh my God. You've got Matthew McFadden McFadden, McFadden, oh, whatever. As Tom Wamsgams. Oh, my. And, of course, Nicholas Braun as Greg Hirsch. Greg the motherfucking egg. 
All right. Alan Ruck as Connor, Logan's eldest child. Alan Ruck, we all remember from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So there's a lot of weight to this cast. This is, this is such an exceptional cast. And like I said, and then at the heart of it, you've got Brian Cox as Logan Roy and Jeremy Strong as Kendall Roy. All right. It won uh, Best Drama at the Emmys last year. It didn't win the actors because that was Squid Game. I don't watch Squid Game, so I don't know. I don't really care. Last night we talked about the Academy Awards. Here's the thing. If Succession was a movie, that it would clean out the acting categories. That's how good it is. I I can foresee this, that one day Jeremy Armstrong is probably going to win an Oscar. As is Brian Cox. The whole cast, that is next level. This isn't just your typical HBO. This is a, an epic movie told in four seasons. All right. And next week, it's not lost on me that The Mandalorian comes back. I've been waiting for that since 2020. I think we've all been waiting for that since 2020. And then um, next weekend, I think uh, what comes? Uh, Perry Mason on HBO. Same thing. I've been waiting for, since 2020 for that okay but my thing with succession is and i have friends who don't have hbo and i'm like hey come over or i'll go over there i will i will mirror my hbo app to your apple tv or your smart tv and we will watch it because it's that good a show they you know i i wouldn't be talking about this show if I didn't like it, if I didn't how, you know, I, I, do, I don't like to binge. But last year I was binging like maybe three episodes a night because it was just so addictive. It was like, oh, my God, this family is fucked up and they're rich beyond belief. And, you know, I know everyone wants that. You want that. You want that life. But then at the same time, you don't want that life because it's like, okay, you got to have security and you've got to have lawyers, bevy of lawyers or um, a bag of lawyers. (laughs) And then you've got to have fixers and you've got to have cleaners because something always turns to shit. You have money and people are on you like flies. All right. That's just how it is. And, you know, even when it comes to inheritance, you got to keep your mouth shut. Keep your mouth shut. Then when it's all gone, you can talk about it. You can talk about it. Ha. But, succession. This show is next level. People are always talking about you know, the Rupert Murdoch documentary. Go watch Succession. <laughs> oh my god. Brian Cox is really just here here's an example of a scene. Alright. With the great Cherry Jones. That's not why we're here, is it? No, it's not. 
I have no illusions about who Logan Roy is, who his children are. I'm not an idiot. Well, something has to be done. Eight straight quarters of losses is a hard truth, and we can't do good news without deep pockets. Uh-huh. Call me a romantic, but I happen to believe that the presence of Pierce news cameras was what stopped certain East German border guards from opening fire in 1989. We helped take down that wall. Yes. Commendable. You may not believe that, but I do. Now, here we are. On the one hand, I do not like you very much. And I do not like your politics. On the other hand, I had a conversation this morning with my cousin Naomi, and she believes that a sale is the only way to ensure that Pierce Media can flourish. And that may be where we are. Ray, what do you think? I think... I, I think we're worth more. We have made a very generous offer in terms of market valuations. Nevertheless... I don't like to be squeezed. I thought we had a number. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh, I mean... I could go to 25. But it would have to be fast. Then in that case, with a certain heaviness of heart, if I honestly had to say from the family's point of view. Yes. <clears throat> Very well. If we can clear up our ethical concerns, I think we can talk. We would like to retain some board seats and get ironclad editorial protections in place. I think that could be hammered out. Also. Also. I think we would also like to have a conversation about management. Uh-huh. I won't have that man overseeing our news, I'm sorry. It's just not tenable. That won't be a problem. More important, we would like you to publicly announce a successor. And we would like the person you publicly announce to be Siobhan Roy. Well, that's not quite how I do things. Well, it will have to be, or there's no deal. We want to announce the sale and ship at the same time because, frankly, she may be one of you, but she's young, she's a woman, and her politics fit better with the core values of our family business. So, that's the offer. Well, to be fair, you don't have an offer. I have an offer. And if I announce my daughter, my daughter will be announced on my time. Okay. Let me explain something. Oh, please. You can't put a value on what we do. Funny. I have put a value on what you do. Well, if you won't budge, then I'm afraid we have no deal. 
why Brian Cox is such a great actor and what he brings when it's uh, Logan Roy but season 3 season 3 was a big fuck you it was a fuck you to his family it was a fuck you to the whole story okay um Season season three was just damn. Yeah. Here's a little of it. Or do I have it? I don't have it. Do I have it? I don't have it. Oh here is this it? <laughs> oh shit. Um here we go. We can stop you. And we will stop you. Blow this up. You need our vote for a change of control. Yeah. You need all of us. You need a supermajority. And we can kill it. And we will. You're playing toy fucking soldiers. Go on. Fuck off. I have you beat. You. Because you need a supermajority well, in the well, only well, government. Because you need a supermajority in the only government. It's all done. And now I'm going to pull away. Because that's the surprise. If you have not watched season three, watch it. Okay. This is such a... I know, some people don't like the show, and I get it. I get it. People in power. That's why I don't watch the Kardashians. People with lots of money. You know, money is the root of all evil. If you look what's doing to that family in succession. Yeah. Each child wants to be the successor. You can only have one. Now, in a perfect world, you could have all four of them. You could even have their uncle, their father's brother, helping to run the show. But it doesn't work that way. All right? Billion-dollar company. Or is it trillion-dollar? And someone has to have the keys to continuing. Because Logan Roy... Now, here's something interesting. Brian Cox is 76 and he's playing 80 something because when the show opened in 2018 he was 8 he had just turned 80 so of course he's playing someone older than him who has a medical emergency so the future of the company has always been up in the air since the show's inception 5 years ago that's the Shakespearean thing because it's like okay 
You go back to Hamlet, the Oedipus complex. Kill the father, marry the mother. The mother is not in this situation. The stepmother, she's not in the situation. All right? So what do you do? I mean, there's those moments where in season three, Alexander Skarsgård's character is like, he looks at Kieran Culkin's character and he says, when is your father going to die? I'm looking very forward to my father dying. Because they both know the new successor controls the entire family fortune. That's what's at stake at this show. But at the same time, yeah, they're throwing screwy things out there. You know, Kendall is screwy. Shiv is screwy. Um, Roman is screwy. You know. um, Oh, my God. (laughs) even jerry even jerry it's like she's not a roy but then connor roy you know who that's like having deputy dog run the company what the hell um so yeah that's succession in a nutshell the fourth season begins march 26 i'll be there I hope most of you will be there. It's going to be a bloodbath. All right. You've got Tom and Shiv. Because what did Tom do? Tom sold her out. He is the Trojan horse. He sold her out. Because he knows that Shiv admitted to him she doesn't love him. So. He is securing his place in the power dynamic of the family. Kind of fucked up. And I mean, there's that moment between him and Greg where he's like, what do I need with a soul anyway? So they've made that transition. Okay. Ah, succession. I mean, from the theme song alone. You know, in fact, I think I have that as like a, a an alarm. Um, when I hear it in the morning, it's like, oh, time to get up. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yep. I'll leave you with the music tonight. Unpleasant dreams. <laughs> 